Live from Low Tree Studios in Lancaster, California, featuring topics that serve as an informative and entertaining break from life's daily grind. This is the Jason and Mindy podcast. My name is Jason. And my name is Mindy. Hello, wife, and welcome back. Coming up, the imaginary friend may be going extinct. I'll explain. Plus, I'll share a way to tolerate more pain. Bad news about the vegan diet. Your reasons to party for tomorrow. Another thing millennials can't do right. A new way to pay and annoying things you might be doing at uh, at at the game, oh, at the gym. It's supposed to be. I don't know. It's typo. It's <laughs> already, you know, at the gym is what it's supposed to be. So annoying things you're doing at the gym. I don't go to the gym. We'll find out. And many will share traits of highly intelligent people. Wednesday evening has arrived, so let's get in and get all of the Jason and Mindy podcast. Welcome those of you listening live on Mixler and those of you listening after this very live show on your favorite podcatcher, which hopefully is Podcoin. Podcoin's pretty sweet. Uh, or whatever you listen on. But uh, well, welcome in, Mitty. Welcome back. We're back Thanks. from a, a very lengthy, sort of a lengthy vacation. I know. Do you remember how to do this? It's been six days. We've it's been a, well longer than that. Last uh, last time we podcasted this, did this podcast was Monday last week. Yeah, that's true. So well over a week, but we're back. Uh, I don't know if we're happy to be back because we left 78 degree weather. Yeah, so uh, hot here at, today. At the high, and and came back to a hundred and three degree weather. So yeah, <clears throat> that that's not the best trade, but uh, but but still, we had a really good time. So, what was your highlight? Uh, name a few of the highlights of your of your of our vacation that we just got back from. Oh my gosh, there's so many. Um, the games we played, love playing the games, and the Treybolds, uh, and their friends, of course, brought the games. As we sat around the fire, those were super fun. You know, cornhole, we played that. Yeah, I loved making uh, dinner for you and Diane. Mm-hmm. Um, All right, some so, good meals. So let me clue the listeners in. You're just naming names. They don't know who these people are, but they're friends of ours. Matt Trebold is a is a good friend of ours. He's also a patron of our of our show here. Uh, and yeah, we invited them. It was supposed to be my parents originally, but my parents couldn't make it, so we we. We invited them because they love to camp and do that. And then, of course, Diane's a really good friend of ours. You probably heard her in our chat several times. So continue. And highlights. David and Stephanie. And David and Stephanie, of course, were there. And all the dogs. <clears throat> yeah, we had our dogs. What well, do you mean all the dogs? Well, the little, the little um, uh, Fitz, oh, yeah, Fitzgerald. Oh, Fitz, yeah, Fitzy was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Blue started getting uh, less fascinated with him. So he wasn't all, you know, when he saw him the second day, he was like, oh, there's Fitz, kind of sniffed him a little bit and then didn't care as much. So it's, it's, it's getting, it's getting more I hope like it keeps acting hat. like that. It will. He will. He will. It'll, it'll be great. Very, um, very soon. How about highlights for you? Yeah. The games. Now what she's talking about is we played a few games on the beach. So, so having the Treybolds there, and when we say Treybolds, it's Matt Treybold and his brother. He's got two uh, other brothers and then our good friend DeAndre and a few other people um, that came with them, their friends. What was cool about them is they like to play games and do a lot of different things. So what was what was awesome is is Saturday. So what was let me let me go back a little bit. We got there on Wednesday around three thirty, and uh, we had a whole day and a half before anybody was mm-hmm. showing up. So they showed up in the afternoon on Friday around one, and then we just started playing games from that point forward. We played cornhole and did all kinds of stuff. The next day though, they they like to what they like to do is they like to go to the beach and spend the whole day there. And that's not typically something that you and I like to do. 
But it so, was fun. So yeah, we, we decided we would go along for the ride and do it. And it was a blast. We had a really good time. They played this game called Spike Ball, which is kind of like volleyball, but there's no net you have to hit it over. But the rules are similar, except you have to spike it into this little round kind of trampoline mm-hmm. thing that's on the ground. A uh, really fun game and all kinds of other games that we played. I Oh, I also loved playing uh, the Mexican <clears throat> train game with uh, you, Stephanie, Diane, and David, and what we did differently is <laughs> in that game, you have to do a um, community, community train. train. So every time you would put a domino on the community train, we'd all have to drink. Yeah, it was pretty fun. And so um, Stephanie was pretty snobbered. <laughs> she took, so she was taking <laughs> larger sips. I just barely sipped. Of course, uh, I will reveal that I did get sick the the second day on Thursday. Uh, actually, Friday I started feeling sick, so I got a cold. You can probably hear it in my voice, and I, I was just I didn't really want to drink that much, so I was barely sipping. When we did the community train thing, I would <laughs> just take a little tiny bit. I was, I was smart too. I was yeah, just doing just a, a little, little bit because yeah. man, I don't know how many rounds of that happened. So we had a really good time. The weather was amazing there, and if you don't know anything about San Simeon, it's. Uh, it just look look up Hearst Castle. Hearst Castle's there, and one of our favorite little towns called Cambria is there. It's just a gorgeous little place. Uh, very little fog we had, and it was warmer than the normal because we stayed a, a, a sort of up. We camped up a little bit, kind of in the hills a little bit, not much. It's like not very far up the hill, but uh, it was a little just a little bit warmer, and you could be in the sun, and it was still nice and cool. So we we. We enjoyed it. Oh, and don't forget karaoke. <clears throat> yeah, we did we went karaoke. karaoke one night, and Stephanie blew the house down. Yeah, that was pretty funny. We were like, uh, uh, "What did Diane said? It's her first time when it's she her got first up there. time <laughs> ever." And it's not, of course. If if you're a patron, you've you've heard her on our Patreon episode. She sang uh, "Black Velvet." Black Velvet. Yeah, she's good. And they blew. She blew him away, and and that was fun. She got a, uh, almost a standing uh, ovation. <laughs> yeah, kind <laughs> of a little bit. <laughs> So anyway, needless to say, we had a great time. I was ready to come home. It was a long trip. That's a long, that's a long time to camp, uh, boondocking, meaning there's no hookups. So you just kind of get, you just kind of get ready. We were ready to come home, I think. Yeah, I think so. Even though I love it there, I was, I was ready. And we had the last, we, we started off with the first day by ourselves and then yeah, we had the very last day by ourselves. by ourselves. So it was a nice way to end the trip. Yeah. So... Thanks for camping with me, buddy. Yeah. Had a good time. Always. And we took Monday off, and I hope you guys had a really oh. good Labor Day, by the way. And then we came home, and we have no hot water yeah, here. we don't have hot water. So we're taking cold showers. But there's not really cold because it's so hot here that yeah, it's the so water's hot. warm. It's so hot in our garage that the water's pretty warm. I'm glad that it's hot. That's one benefit to it being hot. If it was colder, then we'd be taking really cold showers. But hopefully we get that fixed, and it's not a big deal. Otherwise... You got to get a whole new water heater. And yes. anybody who owns a home, you know how fun that is. It's not. <laughs> I very, think we're going very tankless. Cheap. If 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 it's completely broken, we're going tankless. Yeah. But if it just can be repaired at you know under a thousand dollars, then uh, we're probably just going to repair it. <laughs> yeah, probably that is true. So if you ever get a chance, anybody that likes to come, uh, you know, do do some some fun travel. Uh, we, we highly recommend that you visit San Simeon uh, and Central Coast in general. It's one of our favorite spots. We go there often, and uh, we had a great time. Everybody at work was uh, commenting on how tan I look. Yeah, we were out in it. You can be out in it and get burnt. Well, we, I did. My face was burnt. My lips are... I'm just eating my skin off my lips now because... 
they got burnt. Yeah, you don't feel it like you do here. You're just in it, and then all of a sudden you wake up the next day and you're crispy. You know. Mm -hmm. So, all right, well, let's get into the topics and get into the show. That's our update from our vacation. Complete. All right, so check this out. A poll indicates that almost three in four nursery owners, managers, and staff think fewer children have imaginary friends now than five, uh, have, have fewer. Wait, let me read that again. Managers. And, yeah. And I read this already. Managers and staff think fewer children have imaginary friends than five years ago. So they have less imaginary friends, less, less kids have imaginary friends. And almost two thirds of those questioned think the amount of screen time that today's kids enjoy are making children less imaginative. Hmm. Why? The thinking is that children today are often left with little spare time to be bored and let them come up with things to do on their own. Hmm. All right. So that's kind of fun with their time instead filled with screens and activities. So the question is this, we didn't grow up, you and I didn't grow up in a time where we had screens in front of our face. We had to make shit up. Did you have an imaginary friend? First of all, I never did, but I always, um, imagine that like, you know, I was outside playing. Yeah. We would imagine shit up like that. We'd make shit up. Yeah. Like I remember when, when it would get a good rain or if there was a, a decent amount of water flowing in the gutter, mm -hmm. we would get these little things and they came off a tree and they look sort of like uh, the other end of a barrette. You know how it kind of looks like a boat almost the, mm -hmm. uh, or, or a bobby pin, not a bobby pin, but a barrette. A barrette. Yeah. So, it, but it was a tree thing. So we would, my friends and I, we would race these little things down the, we'd follow it all the way down and see whose would win. That's and cute. stuff like that. But we would be outdoors riding our bikes, uh, you know, just playing in general. Yeah, us I think too. We made forts and climbed trees and... You make stuff up. We, You know, I'm sure we pretended we were cops and robbers or... <laughs> yeah, and I'm not saying we're better for it. I'm, I'm really not. Yeah. But I do think that if... You have that opportunity, that space to be um, to you to exercise your imagination. It's probably a little better for you. I tend to we'll think see. that's why I like to be outdoors. Yeah, we'll see what comes with the next generations of kids that that, that are raised on technology. We'll see what comes. Will it be more technology? Uh, will Will it be less creativity in the world? You know, mm -hmm. things like music. Will those things start to subside a little bit? And art, and who knows? Poetry. I'm sure poetry will die for sure. But, you know, stuff like that, I wonder. Yeah. I wonder. Next thing here. Scientists say they have discovered that people are able to tolerate more pain if their romantic partner is next to them. In a series of experiments, researchers gradually applied more pressure on, onto the fingernails of participants. They found that test subjects were able to handle higher levels of pain when their loved one was with them in the room. In the study, romantic partners weren't allowed to hold the test subject's hands or speak to them, but were allowed to make eye contact. Hmm. So we can handle more pain. I think that's true because when I've had my worst migraines, if you're, if you're by me, I can pretty much... You think so? You think well, it helps? I think you are able to calm me down. You know, and otherwise, I don't know. Yeah, I'd probably... Yeah, I, I, I do think it works. You think so? Yeah. All right. Well, I, you know, I, I've never had a study otherwise. I think, I'm, I think, though, I'm a little more whiny when I have a cold when you're in the room. Oh, you're definitely more whiny. 
But I, you have to give me credit. I did really good with my, with being, I told you when I got my cold uh, and I wasn't feeling good that I wasn't going to tell anybody. I only told a couple people, mm -hmm. but I just kept it quiet. And I was like, I just want to have fun, you know, drink a little less and have, just have fun and not let it get in the way of, of everything. Yeah. But I had to have some moments. There were some times where I had to, had to sit down and like, take a break. You know? I was surprised how much you kept going. Yeah. I just kept going. With being sick. Fun games, man. That's bike It was. Fun. It was That's super fun. Calls. Hey, see, kept your mind off from the stuff. Yeah, really did. It was great. Uh, next thing here, you know, I was almost vegan. I didn't do it fully, but I was vegetarian and flirted with the idea of being vegan. And of course, I'm, I'm pro vegetarian. I think it's a good diet. I don't eat a vegetarian diet because for the most part I do, I try to choose that. And then whatever Mindy cooks, I try not to uh, be such a pain in her ass. I eat whatever she makes. Uh, because, because when I became a vegetarian, it did impact, uh, our relationship a little bit. We couldn't connect on the level of food. And that's something that you like, especially with when you're camping, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, we can all connect on making something really delicious and I would always be like, well, you guys go ahead and I'll have my vegan dog or whatever the hell I ate. Right. right? Or veg Which vegetarian dog. About Which were them. not good. They didn't taste good. It wasn't good food. Uh, so that I decided for me, the best thing to do is to, to bring that back into my life so that you and I have a connection in that way and we can eat good food together and it's not hindering me and our relationship. When we go out to dinner, I'll eat something different. Mm -hmm. You know, I'll get mm -hmm. a vegetable option. But check this out. A vegan diet might be good for your physical health, but it might dumb down future kids. So not only are screens messing it up, but if your kids are vegan, according to <laughs> nutritional expert, Dr. Emma Derbyshire, she says a plant-based diet lacks Choline, which is a key nutrient for mental development. Choline is mainly found in beef, eggs, dairy, fish, and chicken. Dr. Derbyshire says that studies suggest low levels in pregnancies can harm the fetus and raise the child's risk of memory and brain power problems. Nutritionists say that 9 in 10 adults are lacking a choline lacking in choline and that will worsen as more people decide to eliminate meat and eggs from their mm. diet. Interesting. Well, you know, um, we're just going to have a bunch of dummies. Yeah, we're going to have kids that don't have an imagination and they're just not very smart. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like but a But they don't eat for... meat, so that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Is it, though? I, I think I've always believed in a well-balanced diet. Now, of course, I eat meat more than I should, and I wish that I would maybe pick two or three days out of the week that I didn't. Yeah, I agree that you do you do eat more than you should, but um, it, it you know it's one of those things. It's about conscious living, but I'm not going to preach on that shit. Well, and even during our like lunches too, you know, it's I don't know. I just if even if you just took lunches and not that's what I do. I, I mo for most of the day I don't have any meat, and then dinners whatever you prepare is what I eat. Right. So that that is my choice. And when we go camping, I do have a little bit more meat consumption, but. Just kind of look into that stuff. It's interesting. Mindy, did you know the, the first known use of OMG was in a letter to Winston Churchill in 1917? Lord Fisher, an admiral and naval innovator, wrote to the British prime minister and was obviously excited about a possible honor for himself and those in his line of work. He wrote, I hear a new order of knights. I hear a new order of knights in on the tapas, OMG. I don't know what the hell that means, 
but he he used it there. Oh my god. Hmm. So there you go. As that, early, that, was, that as early as 1917. Yeah, I wouldn't know what he meant by any of that. Yeah, me and neither. how OMG relates to what he just said. OMG, oh my god, he's excited. I hear a new order of knights in on the tapas. OMG, tapas, tapas, T A P I S. Yeah, whatever that is. Hmm. <laughs> it's just okay. Reasons to party for tomorrow. You know, you know, I didn't play my new thing. What's your new thing? Right here. I'm going to play it for you now because I didn't play it. So I'm going to play it for you now. Did you know? Oh, I see. Mindy, did you know? We're not going to do it again, though. No. Did it already. We did it already. Moving on to this, though. <laughs> So everybody loves these. I know it. That's why I do it. Or at least I do it because I love it. <laughs> That's probably the better reason to do it. These are your reasons to party for tomorrow. Do I, you know, the funny thing is, do I ever think about them tomorrow? Sometimes. So Most it depends on what I it don't. is. It has to really like, like uh, dog day. I posted <clears throat> something on Facebook. Yeah. Most of the time though, I forget. Right. But, uh. Ice cream. But I won't but I won't forget this first one. Okay. Because this is something I do most every day. It's be late for something day. Mm. Sponsored by the Procrastination I'm sorry, Procrastinators Club. A day to delay anything you can. So maybe celebrate this tomorrow. Yeah, I don't I I try not to be late, but there's times. There's times when I'm not always on time to work. But I'm a pretty on-time guy, usually, for the most part. Me too. All right, it's also Cheese Pizza Day tomorrow, saluting the favorite order of cheapskates everywhere. Cheese pizza I think cheese is pizza just is okay. just disgusting. It's, it's just, just okay. cheese. Yeah. It's not that great. I mean, add some toppings. There's got to be something you like. Yeah, you can do some good stuff. Last week, when we crammed... Four podcasts into one one evening on Tuesday last week with uh, with the folks from the difference between us, it's David and Stephanie. Yeah, yeah. I'm dragging this. Oh uh, yeah, I see you are. They came over. And Stephanie brought food for David and I after we did poor decisions, and she brought Blaze Pizza over. Oh yeah, and Smells I had good. It, and I had orange. We made orange chicken from Trader Joe's, which is also very good. And I add a little spice to it, and oh my god, it's it's just off the hook. So. Because, you know, Stephanie's real big on family style, like tr- sharing food. So I, she was, I was like, oh, my God, that pizza looks great. She's like, all right, well, uh, have some. And I was like, no, nah, I don't want to take your pizza. So she said, oh, well, give me some of your food. And I'll, you know, so we traded. So I gave her a little <laughs> bit of mine. And I took one of her slices. It was so effing good. I wish you would give it another try. Blaze pizza? Yeah, you didn't like it. No, the second time we had it, it was okay. Was it? Yeah. I think your expectations were a little high because you wanted it to be like a certain other pizza that you've had before. Yeah, I tried to do their... You didn't make um, it. What is it? A barbecue... Not yeah. barbecue. It's the spicy chicken. Yeah. Forget what they call that. Buffalo chicken? Buffalo chicken. Thank yeah. you. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it just did not taste like Papa John's. And I love Papa John's Yeah. buffalo chicken pizza. All right. So good. See, that's why you can't expect it to be this. First of all, you made it yourself. You can't expect it to be the same. 
What what are you looking at? Wayne says, I enjoy multi-cheese pizza, no different than cheesy bread and sauce. True, but if I'm going to go pizza, I'm going to put toppings on it. Yeah. It's your opportunity to to just do it up. You can have cheesy bread with like spaghetti or something or... Dip it in marinara? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, but then you're you're talking about a pizza right there. Right. But anyway, her pizza was really good. I don't even know what she had on it, but it was really good. Yum. I suppose a multi-cheese pizza might be really good if you had really good you know, different cheeses. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like different, like, yeah, if you did feta and like, goat cheese and different stuff yeah, like mi- that. Mixed it up a little. Probably, anyway. probably would be. All right, well, it's also National Shrink Day, celebrating psychologists and psychiatrists. September 5th was chosen because it is Bob Newhart's birthday. He played a psychologist on the Bob Newhart Show. It's also International Day of Charity, observed annually on September 5th and first declared by the United Nations General Assembly in 2012. And lastly, it's Toronto International Film Festival Day. TIFF starts today and runs until, starts tomorrow, I should say, and runs until September 15th. It's one of the largest publicly attended film festivals in the world, attracting over 48 I'm sorry, 480,000 people annually. That's a lot. This year's highlights include A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, starring Tom Hanks, and Festival Opener, Once Were Brothers, a documentary on the band. A documentary on the band. Hmm. Once Were Brothers? Were they? Is that a band? Once I brothers? have no clue. There's so much I don't know in the world. But anyway, those are your reasons to party for. Well, that's interesting you said that because... Mm-hmm. That's one of the uh, intelligent things that you can do is learn things. Learn things. It's coming up. You can Intelligent things you can do is learn things. Mm-hmm. Be curious about the world. Mm. I am curious, but there's so much to learn. It's hard to get it all, get it all you know. But I'm going to learn something right now because entertainment news is coming up. <laughs> It's entertainment news with Mindy. We're gonna get yourself some entertainment news. Yeah. Sounds a little different, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was really different. Hmm. <laughs> You're messing my timing up. <laughs> Sorry, that wasn't the right one. So Because it this. like had this echo on it. There it is. That's the music underneath. All right. Because you gotta have the music underneath for you, right? I, I I knew front end. I asked you, <laughs> <laughs> can you do this podcasting thing? It's, nope, it's been too long. All right. A private Roman Catholic school in Nashville, Tennessee, has banned all Harry Potter books from its library. Lame. Why? Lame. Why? I don't know why. Rev. Den. Rahil says he consulted with exorcists in the United States and hmm. Italy before making the der- determination that the books about a boy wizard and his friends should be removed. He believes the curses and spells used in the book are actually curses and spells, which when read by a human being risk conjuring evil spirits into the presence wow. of the person reading the text. Wow. In other news, Kim Kardashian may have 147 million followers on Instagram, but in real life, the reality queen is not so popular. 
She's forcing friends to sign non-disclosure agreements before she will even go on coffee dates with them. What? A source says Kim's not very popular with a lot of her uh, kids' friends' moms because she's so paranoid about having a basic conversation with them. Though the mom of four is often seen out with her fam- family oh members, staffers, and celebrity friends, she doesn't stray far from her tight-knit posse. Yeah, I guess you probably should would have to be that way. Right. But who gives a shit about her? Oh, uh, we know you don't. Okay, so Kevin Hart is expected to fully recover after sustaining back injuries in a car accident. A police report says the 40-year-old comedian was a passenger in a 1970 Plymouth Barracuda that went off Maholan Highway and wow. rolled down an embankment around 12.45 a.m. Sunday. Crazy. Hart and the driver, 28-year-old Jared Black, both suffered major back in back injuries and were taken to hospital another passenger 31 year old female did not require hospitalization hart had taken to social media on saturday to post a video of himself driving the classic car as someone yelled at him for laying down too much rubber on the street as he spun out his tires okay and lastly joaquin phoenix says he's started to go mad while preparing for his lead role in the joker Phoenix lost 52 pounds to betray Batman's most famous foe in the upcoming DC Comics uh, Origins story, (laughs) I guess. And he says that his rapid weight loss helped him get into character. Phoenix says it turns out the effects of psychology start to go mad. While he lost the weight quickly, one aspect of the role that took him some time to grasp his character's distinctive laugh, and he's even made director Todd Phillips audition it to ensure he's got the right sound hmm. and the joker opens up on october 4th pretty interesting i think that's gonna be good yeah might i'd be. watch I'd that. check it out i like joaquin phoenix he's Me pretty too. good so thank you mindy hey babe you know the time has come for you to answer the question the question of the podcast is coming your way real, real fast. Yeah, baby, you know the time has come for you to answer the question. Wayne in the chat saying, remember the last time someone else did Joker? Heath Ledger, yeah. I sort of read that one a little bit. Before, you know, I send you the entertainment news so you can pick it, but I sort of kind of brushed over that and... I was like, hmm, yeah, Heath Ledger kind of went mad a little bit portraying the Joker as well. Strange how a character can can do that. Well, to hopefully you. he don't. He doesn't die. <laughs> yeah, let's hope that it doesn't do him in. Well, Jack Nicholson survived it. So. Right. Anyway, the question of the podcast is this: What is something that you think everyone should do at least once in their life? Have you thought about this one, Mindy? Yes, I have. Um, mine is. To, to travel, but more, more than that, whatever travel means for you, do it. Hmm. If it means going to another country, do it. If it means going on a cruise ship, do it. Travel somewhere different. It gives you a different perspective of, of a life somewhere else, mm-hmm. cultures, way people live. I just love it. I just absolutely love it, and I think people should do it. I cannot believe how many people never travel outside their own city. It's true. People don't. And we're not ones that have traveled outside of our own country yet. Yet. But 
Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good answer. Definitely go see something else. Because even if you go to another town, it's different. Uh, outside of your own town, it's just it's just different. And I agree with that. You know, you go to another state, you know, like we went to Arkansas this year, and it's very much Completely different. Completely different. It's very much different than, than the way that we live. Yeah. Everybody so. talks different. It's just, everybody's just a little, just way, it's way different. So I love it. And I love zoning in on tripping out on the way people live and uh, people watching. And It's pretty cool. Yeah. And I got one answer. other thing because a lot of people <clears throat> added food into this. So sure. something that nobody's wrote so far that I think you need to try once breakfast. You need to, you need to do tater tots, <laughs> bacon, eggs. Like you don't think sausage. people have done that? Tater tots. And you got to put break, you got to do sunny side up <laughs> and you got to put the eggs on top of the tater tots. Okay. I've and, done that. And mash it all in. I've done that. And it's just okay. It's so good. You don't understand how good it is. Jason. I've had Don't it. listen to Jason. And I just Okay. Okay. We're different. We have different taste buds because I, I don't <laughs> the the traditional breakfast that you have. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of it. Just well, you sure ate fan. it while we were camping, though. Because you made it. Well, the first morning you weren't like. I like so scrambled good. eggs better because you throw cheese on that. that. Mm, so good. And then you can put some, you know, some sauce, which I didn't bring any, but you can put some, some so spicy something spicy on it. So what's I your like answer? That. My answer is it's probably sort of a broad scope answer because initially I was like. Try stand-up comedy, but I don't, that's not for everybody. No. But I would say try something that's, that scares you a little bit. Mm. Everybody should try something that scares them a little bit. Good answer. Yeah. It doesn't matter what it is, but if it, if, if you're a little scared of it, try it. Just try it because well, it feels a little out of your element. Yeah. Just a little out of your element. If it's stand-up comedy, if it's jumping out of an airplane, if it's, uh, going to the Grand Canyon and walking on that glass, you know, platform that they have Ooh, there, boy. whatever it is, I, I think that we should, you know, you should try it because it, you, you re you'll realize it's not, first of all, it's not that big of a deal. You'll also realize that your fears don't have any power over you. I'm still stuck on the uh, bridge now. Bridge? Uh, the no, glass the platform. Yeah, platform. The glass I, I don't think I could do that. I, I, I think you should do it. I think everybody should. I think, uh, Yeah. That's my answer. It started with stand-up comedy because that is one thing that does scare me. It does make me nervous. Uh, it doesn't mean you have to go out and be a stand-up comedian, but I mean, I've done it a, you know, a handful of times. Mm -hmm. I realize it's not really for me. It's not what I want to do and, and try, but, but I, I, I'm really glad I did it. You mm -hmm. know, I'm really glad I did it because it was fun. And, and I'm also, you're, you're, you're tackling your fears a little bit. Wayne in the chat says, try an instrument or multiple. You'd be surprised what talents you have hidden. At least you'll get to know and appreciate music a bit more. I like that. It's a great answer. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I love playing. I think music. I have a good appreciation for music being around you all these years and yeah. also, you know, I've played piano and. Yeah. So. Music's, a, music's a blast. And we got a gig this weekend. Pretty exciting. So yes. Talk about, about that a little bit more. Later a little bit later on. in the podcast. Yeah. So. Let's get to the folks. Let's get yes, to the. Yes. Maurice Montgomery said road trip across the country. Ooh, it was that's one cool. of the greatest experiences of my life. Yeah. That's a good one. I would do that too. I'd love See, to do that's, that. That's travel. Yeah. Take, uh, J Jessica Custodio said take fun classes or attend a trade school. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, Rob Bamba said, travel the world. Okay. And he's, he was in the military, so he has traveled the world. I would love to travel, not the world. I don't know if I could 
get everywhere in the world, but a few places, a few you know particular places I'd love to visit. He's he's probably seen just about everything. Well, of course, you know, it's kind of like David. Third world countries and kind of yeah. like David, he's seen a lot as well. Yeah. You know, Carol Chapel said, "Live in a oh here we go. Live in a third world country." Live and experience the poverty plus the simple, basic lifestyle. Mm, and she also said, get married. Mm, okay, I that's like a good that. one. I yeah, like that. not too many people would say that. Marcia said, live in another country. And uh, I do know why she said that, because <sighs> while she was going to school, she went to school, I believe, in Japan or Korea. I'm not, I can't remember. She went to school or taught there? I mean, taught there, sorry. Yeah, she taught English. Yeah. And she went over to another country to do it because she made really, really good money doing that. So she taught English as a second language to to, uh, students in another country. That's cool. Absolutely. Okay, Rockward Dangerfield? That's, uh, that's, uh, oh, God. What is his last name? Rob? Rob, the the, um, comedian. Rob. Oh, okay. Yeah, we know Rob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watched, been to a couple of his shows. Good <laughs> friends of ours. We met him at Bob and I met him a long time ago. Well, no wonder he's a comedian because he said <laughs> magic mushrooms. Oh, yeah. That's, hey, I, that's, that's another one. <laughs> you know, in a safe environment, that's a good, that's not a bad one. Do said be self employed. Mm. Doing that opens your eyes and minds as to what businesses have to contend with just to stay afloat, let alone be prosperous. Now, I guess I could say I've done that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we weren't self-employed. It wasn't paying our bills, but it was a we we started our own business, and we also did that with be, having a rental property. That's technically a business. Definitely experience. So yeah, that is uh, different. That mm-hmm. is very different. Good, good answer. Angie Mirandorf said, "Win the Mega Millions. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. Just once in your life. Just once." Carol Spencer said, make the most of every day because you never know when it's your last. That is a good answer, yeah. Amanda Bragdon Bragdon said, uh, deep fried pickles. And I said, I so agree because I just recently tried them. We tried them. We had them at Chili's and they were delicious. Yeah, I've never had them before. Breaded deep fried. So good. And then she said, my mom swears by a pickle and peanut butter sandwich. Mmm, God, I'll try that. Sandwich. (laughs) Sandwich. I would do that for sure. I don't think I could do that. I'll do. I would definitely do. I love pickles. Sometimes I just crave pickles. I know you do. Eat pickles. We were in San Simeon and we went to the grocery store and I had to get a couple things for myself. And what did you pluck off the shelf? Pickles mm-hmm. for my sandwich. So weird. Yeah. Angie McVeigh Gleason said, "Travel out of the state mm-hmm. you live and eat French fries dipped into a chocolate frosty." Oh, that'd be good. I'd try that too. That's that so weird. Good. I like it. <laughs> Lisa Neal said, shoot a gun. Mm-hmm, and then that. Deuce commented right after, shoot lots of guns. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> All right, let's get to the next page. And that one, Tina Greenwood. This is a hard question for me. I had to think a lot about it, and I finally came up with stuff. Everyone should learn to go out to eat by themselves, mm. go to the library, kind of obsolete these days, mm-hmm. but still. And go to the movies by yourself. I've done it by myself. I'm shocked at the number of people that I know who seem terrified to do these little things. I've done them all, and it feels good to be alone sometimes. Try it. I've done all of them as well. I've done all of those as well. Have you? I've never gone to the movies by myself. I have. I have. 
And I'm Only sure once. I've eaten by myself. That's not yeah, really a big deal. Yeah, done that. Well, you do that a lot. You go on road trips, whatever. Yeah, I've been. I've gone on trips with for for, for companies, and I've had to. Mm-hmm. Um, but but the one the one thing is the library. Who a lot of people have done that. I think, and I certainly yeah. have. So, uh, Angela Christina or Tina Guzman mm-hmm. said, "See their favorite band live." Mm. Oh, yeah, that's great. You know, I have a friend at work or a coworker at work who, I mean, he goes and watches, and this, I, I, I think this is awesome. He goes and watches, he's into hardcore music. He watches probably six to eight shows a month. Wow. Some of his favorite bands, he goes all over the place and watches bands. It's his, it's his hobby. Oh, that's a good I hobby think it's then. awesome. I'm like, dude, that is the coolest thing ever. Hmm. I love that. Good hobby. Mm-hmm. Jordan said perform, whether it's in a band, mm-hmm. in a play, stand-up comedy, dance, run marathon, pretty much just finding something you dig and take it to the next level once where you do it on a grander stage. Also, Hawaii is a must-see once in your life. Yeah, I really what we were listening to the Mark and Linda podcast, and they recently went to Hawaii, and I was like, "What is up? We've never been there, Mm-mm. and I we have to go there." That in Alaska, you just got something in the mail for an exclusive Alaska trip. <laughs> oh yeah, Alaska would be cool. I do have family there. Mm-hmm. Is that it? Nope, two more. <clears throat> Joe Johnson said, "Get stoned and go to Taco Bell." Mm, yeah, I've done that. <laughs> I've done that. And then uh, Nick Humphrey said. Bone. Yeah, bone. A lot of people are going to end up doing that, though, bro. Lots of people. (laughs) Most people end up doing that. But you're right. That's a good one. And that is it. Great, great responses. Appreciate that a ton. The question of the podcast for listener participation for next Wednesday is, what accomplishment are you most proud of? Mm. Ooh. Mm. Think hard. I'm going to have to think hard. You can respond to the question on Mindy's Facebook page or the Jason and Mindy podcast Facebook page. So go there, some of you folks that are new listeners and and, and like our pages and start to respond and become a part of the show. And of course, once you respond, we will feature your response on next Wednesday's show. Coming up after this sponsor, Mindy will share traits of highly intelligent people. By the way, Wayne says he loves fried pickles. He makes them a lot at home. Even make my own pickles too. Wow. Nice. Wayne's an interesting guy. I know. Very interesting guy. All right, let's uh, move on to the sponsor. The PodCoin app is a free podcatcher that pays you to listen to podcasts by earning PodCoin that can be cashed in for various gift cards, including Starbucks and Amazon. You can download the app to your iPhone or Android. And when you sign up using our special code JasonMindy, that's JasonMindy, you'll get 300 PodCoin right out of the gate to either cash in or donate to a charity. All of the Low Tree Studios podcasts are on the app, so start listening today. So when I say Jason Mindy, uh, I say it pretty quick there, but uh, it's Jason Mindy. The J and the M are capitalized. So there you make go. sure that you do that. Mindy, what yes. you got for us? I got traits of highly intelligent people. Mm, let's see if we're, we're there. Okay. So the first one is you're empathetic and compassionate. Mm. There's a correlation between high emotional intelligence and high IQ. Empathy, which is part of emotional intelligence and comprehension, which is part of cognitive intelligence, are directly linked. Okay. Do you think that you're empathetic and compassionate? 
I do. I think I'm both. I'm a little of both. Okay. I like it. I think it depends on what it is, but. Right. Right. I'm with you. Uh Okay, good. The next one is you're curious about the world. Remember I was telling you about that? Mm -hmm. Being smart is not about having the ability to go through a number of books a day. It's about having a curiosity about anything and everything. Yeah. Intelligent people like learning about other people, cultures, animals, history, and the world at large. And I really love that one. It's That's why my answer was travel, because I think you get a lot of that when you travel the world or travel to different states. Mm-hmm. Now, I think I'm curious, but I don't know if I'm always curious to the point of always trying to learn about everything I'm curious about. Well, don't you think that's just part of being kind of tripped up in, in your own world? you got a lot not going taking on. taking the time to yeah maybe be a little more curious yeah you're it's true i uh you i'm always i there's always moments of hmm you know mm-hmm. i'm curious about that but Which i don't we never take enough time to, to well i'm usually at that. work hmm. you know what am i you know what do i do about that hmm and sometimes there's, right. there's moments where you can't do anything about that curiosity yeah, absolutely. uh but usually if i am curious i do try to learn as much as i as much as i can but that's good. I like being curious. I like Wayne's important. answer. He said, so pretty much anyone who listens to podcasts is intelligent. It's true. Really that is. That is true. Thinking about what he just said, like, I'm always listening to podcasts, but I'm listening to different ones throughout the day. Like, I want to know different stuff. And I think that's my way of learning about different stuff. Yeah. By listening to different podcasts. And my way of learning about different stuff is to share it. In a strange way, you know, all the little stupid stuff that we share, yeah. I, I learned from it. Not as much maybe as I could, because there's so much more behind a little tiny topic that we feature and we kind of brush over. What's our motto? Use, useful or useless? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it can be that. It can be that. That's for sure. Inform and entertain. That's what we try to do. But uh, but yeah, useless is sometimes what we, what we come up with. But it's fun <laughs> to have conversations about those things, too, and create conversation about whatever it is that you're you're having whatever you're bringing up, you know, yeah. Uh, learning about other people. I'm curious about people more than I am s- topics. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. People are my curiosity. Hmm. All right. Well, the next one is you're observant in a world where people talk to try to sound smart, highly intelligent people are often quiet and observant, mm. taking everything in and seeing things that others missed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm, I'm a big one on that one. I love to people watch. I love to just silently listen and watch people's interaction, especially with other people. And yeah, I think we could all do that a little bit more. That's for sure. I love that. Okay. Uh, this one, you have self-control. That means you have maturity. You can control your emotions and impulses so that it won't cause harm. Yeah, I'm not very smart there. Yeah, me neither. Uh, it's a sign of intelligence because it means you're more likely to think before you uh, speak or act. Now, I've definitely gotten better as I've aged, but I've always can. That's a that's an area I can always use. Yeah, <laughs> some help. But I don't hurt people. I try not to hurt people. Right. But um, yeah, I don't always handle situations very well. I'm with you. Same with me. I, I, I pop off. That's that's what I yeah, do. Yeah, I have a mouth too. <laughs> <laughs> how are we? How are we together? Uh, I don't know. It's uh, weird. Okay, so you have a good working memory. It is closely correlated with general intelligence. A good working memory includes executive functioning skills, good short-term memory, the ability to focus and pay attention, 
It also means you can easily transition from one thing to another. Yeah. I don't know if I'm always so good at that either. Yeah, I think I have that. I, I think I, I'm not saying I'm highly intelligent. I'm not definitely not saying I'm a highly intelligent person, but I think I have a pretty decent memory. I'm pretty good at certain things. Like I can <clears throat> be focused and really good at organization, but I don't transition from one thing uh, to another, to another very easily. Yeah. yeah, that's that's where I go wrong. Okay, you recognize your limits. Highly intelligent people don't try to act as if they know everything. Mm. A sign of intelligence intelligence is recognizing mm -hmm. the fact that you don't know everything. This allows you to be open to learning more from others and or situations. Yeah, I know I don't know everything. That's for damn sure. Yeah, I don't think either one of us try to to do that, you know? No, no. And I really hate having conversations with people that do. That think they know everything. It's annoying. Yeah. And your last one is you like to go with the flow. If you know how to be flexible, there's a good chance you're highly intelligent. It basically shows you can solve problems and find solutions quickly. I do like to go with the flow a little bit. Now, we... Uh, we did a, a B-roll episode for our patrons, and I asked a question, and I forget the exact wording of the question, but it was, it was more, it was more like, how would you describe me? So we were asking each other, all of us in the room, mm -hmm. how we would describe the other person. And the first thing that Stephanie said about Mindy and I is that we're really particular or something like that. What, yeah, I, I particular forget. people. Yeah, we're very particular and almost said, it in, and of course things change. She said a lot of other amazing things later on, but initially it was, it almost was felt a little negative and I didn't take it that way. But, uh, but, but that's kind of counter to this going with the flow you know, doesn't mean you're very particular. You, you want things a certain way. Now, what we, what we clarified in that, and I'll say this, is that we're particular in our planning. We do like to plan, but when things come together, we go with the flow. Right. We're totally just like, whatever happens, happens, but we like to have it all the wrapped up. The majority of it planned. We like to create, I guess it's like this, we like to create an arena for the chaos. Right. Right. We like to corral the, we like to have a, a corral for the chaos. <laughs> so all of that, that particularness is, is just in creating the corral. Because if you think about our camping trip, you, you're, you over plan and it kind of gets, gets on my nerves a little bit. The whole way walking down to, to secure our next day, because we came in a day early, we're planning. <laughs> I hope everything works out with Matt and if they get the site and all the, because it was a confusion with the site because our parents canceled. Right. And I was like, Mindy, don't talk about it the whole way down. We don't need to talk about it the whole way <laughs> down the hill. Let's enjoy can't the help walk. It. I'm a planner. I, I but, can't help it. And when something really bugs me, I talk about it. Yeah, you. it really bugged you a lot. Like, it bothered me. And like, it, I could not get over it until I, it was done. It was so wild. And everything worked out fine. But but then once everybody got there, chaos. We didn't. It did, we went with the flow, and we didn't mm -hmm. have any plans. There was nothing planned at all, great. ever. So going with the flow is something that I highly recommend. <laughs> but maybe learn. If you got to corral it a little bit, then do that, too. So be it. So be it. That was it. Yeah, that was it. That was good. I appreciated that. D uh, D Dina. Dina. <laughs> Tina's in the chat. She says, hi, guys. I think she's saying me too. I'm not sure which she's saying. I think she's saying ditto about uh, 
uh, the way we kind of are particular about stuff. Yeah. But then once it's Diane's all there, we the just roll. Too. I'm sure she can relate that I'm very particular. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we had a good time with Diane as well. She's awesome. All right, so that's uh, that's that. So after fun facts, they're coming up right now. I'm going to share another thing millennials can't do right. Those Uh-oh. damn millennials. Uh, I've also got a new way to pay and annoying things you might be doing at the gym. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> First one fact is this, there are more ways to arrange a deck of cards than there are total atoms on the earth. Really? That's what it says. Huh. That's interesting. Yep. In 1981, a California doctor saved the life of a 3.2 pound preemie baby boy. 30 years later, that doctor was involved in a car accident with a semi truck and was saved by the baby who became a paramedic. Wow, I love that. I love stories like that. Mm -hmm. so awesome. Uh, Lungs are the only human organ that can float on water. That makes sense. Yeah, pretty cool. And Tina says, catch you on the app. See you, Tina. Thanks for popping in. Uh, Benjamin Franklin created a pulley system so he could lock and unlock his bedroom door from his bed. Wow, what a lazy fuck. (laughs) (laughs) What a lazy fuck. All right. That's uh, that's our fun facts. Thank you, Mindy. All right, so check this out. We give we give millennials a hard time on this podcast. Uh, we know a few. We know quite a few. But here's something else they're screwing up. Millennials have been blamed for ruining <laughs> everything from casual dining to bar soap to the real estate industry to the major beer corporations, uh, which that's uh, actually a good contribution that they've made. I'm very thankful for millennials for creating craft beer because uh, Coors Light. Yeah. What the hell is that? <laughs> it's like water with like, I don't even know what kind of flavoring. What is it? Anyway, according to a University of Maryland study, they have ruined divorce. Mm. See what I did there? It's actually a good thing. People in the millennial age category are largely taking a different approach to marriage these days. Rather than the traditional approach, which involves marrying young and then divorcing, millennials are waiting until they are older to get married, which gives them a chance to get their careers established before they tie the knot and start a family. I think there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. And partly because of this, the divorce rate in America dropped by 18% between 2008 and 2016. While it is true that overall these days, fewer people are choosing to marry at all, which could have a lot to do with falling divorce rates. The study shows that because millennials are waiting to marry until they are financially secure, they are less likely to divorce. And I think um, there was some some other study too I just listened, or maybe it was a podcast that, that we're at an all-time low for people even having children. Oh, absolutely. Because yeah. it's, well, I can there's so many reasons to not have them. It's so expensive. Yeah. For one. It's true. It's I crazy. I mean, if you think of their lifetime of having them, college alone is like, oh, I can't even imagine having to pay for college for one kid, let alone four. Yeah, that's true. 
That is true. Uh, check this out. I mean, Amazon is reportedly working on a new payment system that would let you check out at Whole Foods by simply waving your hand over a sensor. Oh, boy. The technology would keep track of the size and shape of customers' hands and link that data to their accounts and payment in yeah, for no thanks. May Shun. I, you know what? I guess I'm going to be one of these older people that are like... I'm just, I'm not, I'm not into that. I'm just, I don't think I ever will be into face, facial rec recognition. It's already happening like, on phones. Yeah, I know. I know. I mean, it's that, gonna might, happen. that might it's be okay happen. because it's your phone. You watch. One of these days but, you're going to pull out a titty and pay for that wine. <laughs> that might not be. Titty so recognition. <laughs> Nipple recognition. Yeah, nipple <laughs> recognition. And I'll be putting my balls on the counter. Oh. Boop, they'll scan them. <laughs> That's not ever going to happen. Yep. Can you imagine? Yeah, I can. You're going to have to step up on a stool and place your balls. Boop. Well, I'll just, they're going to be hanging so low, I can just lift them up. <laughs> just reel the them up. The pulley system. Yeah, just reel them up like a, like a, <laughs> like, like an anchor. Oh, you know? boy. <laughs> Put them on the counter. Beep. Oh, thank you, Jason. <laughs> You're welcome. Your wrinkle matched. You're welcome, Sonny. All right. Your wrinkle matched. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. All right. <clears throat> uh, I've got some annoying things you might be doing at the gym. Um. Okay. None of us go. Well, Mindy. <laughs> hey, I work out at home right a, now. When it turns Mindy winter, has, I will be going to the gym. Mindy has a 24-hour fitness account that we've paid probably $50,000 <laughs> on over the course of 21 years. <laughs> and she's gone six times. All right. Not dressing for the occasion is the first thing. Not dressing for the occasion. The rule of thumb is if you wouldn't wear it at the grocery store, do not wear it at the gym. Avoid, avoid wardrobe malfunctions by, by remembering that you will twist into different angles when exercising and you want your clothes to move with you. So no, you know, like boob falling out, boobs falling out. Although that would be something the dudes would not mind. I was going to say, I'm sure that's okay at the gym. Yeah. But how about, you know, you're, you're not a, um, say a very slim person Yeah. and you bend over and maybe a ball falls out of the side of their shorts or, you know, a bigger woman bends over and mm -hmm. she's got a hole in her crotch. Yeah. And she hasn't shaved in 56 years. <laughs> okay. Nope. That's you, gross. you see a possum down there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a possum. We saw a possum on the side of the road. We did. Where was that at? Oh, that was Camry, huh? Yep. Okay. All right. Not keeping your gym <laughs> bag in a locker. Not keeping, yeah. I mean, what's up with that? Yeah, you're just asking for <laughs> to get it stolen. I don't know why they yeah. would want to steal it, but well, people, people do. They, yeah, tripping over someone's belongings can be hazardous, or at least, uh, at the very least, annoying. Spend the dollar, and you won't leave a trail of your belongings all over the gym. Well, there's not even a dollar involved. You, you just bring your own padlock. Yeah, that's true. The 24 hour has that. Uh, leaving machines unattended, uh, uh, occupying more than one piece of equipment at a time during your routine leaves others either thinking equipment is free when it's not, or leaves them waiting for you to finish. I've never seen that. Yeah. Keeping, uh, not keeping the machines clean. Yeah. That's, that's disgusting. One. That's a big one. I try not to even touch the machines 
as as at least as little as possible. There's some, yeah. ones you have to hang on to, obviously, but yeah, I just try not to because you know there's bad bad stuff. Yeah, growing on them. That is true. Uh, the next one is being indiscreet with selfies, though taking an occasional <laughs> selfie while working out is a good way to track your progress. Random poses on the gym floor can be distracting, especially when you pull a titty out. I was reading what Wayne said. What did Wayne say? He said, make sure to check out the new Ricky Gervais stand-up on Netflix. He talks about his balls floating in a bath. Super funny. Uh, I've seen it, and I've heard that. It's very funny. Ricky Gervais is great. I love him. Did we, we finished that, His right? laugh is so infectious. Yeah, we finished it. I, I love Ricky Gervais. We did. We did. Uh, <laughs> he did. I remember that joke. It's a great joke. Oh, he's funny, man. He's great. I have to he's revisit one of my that because I don't remember. Yeah, I was. You were. Did fall- I see it? You, yeah, you were kind of falling asleep during it or something. Hmm. I think it was. It was a long. It was a late night. You know, I was. I just turned it on, and you kind of came out. And uh, anyway, the last thing you don't want to do at the gym uh, to uh, to avoid annoying people is grunting, yelling, or cussing. Yeah, what's up with that? Though occasional grunting or yelling while lifting heavy weight may be acceptable in some hardcore gyms. Many patrons at more commercial fitness centers frown on such behavior. Yeah. Zip! (laughs) Zip! And that's that. That's all I got for you. Well, that's pretty good. That was really loud. Sorry. Quote of the day, and I I apologize. Okay. I picked um, Vacations. Okay. As the inspiration. This one says, I need a six-month vacation twice a year. Yes. <laughs> Same with me. Uh, don't we all? Same with me. Next one. I haven't been everywhere, but it's on my list. Mm, yeah, probably won't make it, but... Okay, that's <laughs> negative. <laughs> And this is the one I was telling you that I think you'd really like. We travel not to escape life, mm. but for life not to escape us. Yes. So true, man. So I had a good, some good moments on that last day. Just going, fun to be a kid again, huh? Yeah, that was fun. Well, I do that as much as I can. And I realize that I need to do it more. And I, I, the, the schedule that we're currently keeping, got to reevaluate it because I'm not allowing myself enough time. To just do stupid shit. Mm-hmm. You know, a day to just do stupid shit. It was, it was good. It was a good vacation. Mm-hmm. Really enjoyed it. Thank you for your quotes, Mindy. You're welcome. It's time for podcast shout outs. All right. Well, we both listened to this newer one. It was by Carol Chapel. It's called Something True. And it's like little mini oh, yeah. stories about this and that. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. Eh. The one we heard you didn't like so much, no. but they they have some pretty good ones on there. What was it? What was the one we were listening to? About some guy who tried to go through the Rockies or some shit, and he invented this weird system for measuring effort and got paid a lot of money for it, and then he ended up going to Germany and working for those people, um, the Nazis. <laughs> He's working on that side of things and. Got, got arrested for Nazi you know, war crimes. I think you shit. liked very much, right? Well, I remember a lot of it, but <laughs> I mean, it was kind of entertaining, I guess. I don't I don't know. I guess it was okay. It's like story form. I, I don't know. I liked it. I think 
maybe not everyone's going to be great, but it's like. It was, I mean, it was okay. It was interesting. I liked some of them. And then um, there's another new one I listened to, and also another recommendation by Carol. A Little About A Lot, and it's The Sorry Girls. Mm, okay. And uh, I listened to one today. It was pretty good. They get on, they just talk about whatever topic for the day is. And um, I wouldn't say I was bored with it. What's it called again? It's called A Little About A Lot. Oh, cool. I like that. The Sorry Girls. The Sorry Girls. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. That, that sounds interesting to me. <laughs> they a, a little tiny bit. They, they're they a little too Valley Girl-ish. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, my God. Yeah, okay, gotcha. for me. Yeah. But that's just, I think. You get over it quick. Yeah, yeah. And then um, we listened to the Mark and Linda on our way home, the Artificial Friends. Oh, yeah, that was good. The Daily. Today I caught up on all the Daily and then Ben Shapiro. And then we also listened to The Way I Heard It with Mike Rowe. Mm -hmm. I listened to Moms and Murder today. And I think that is about it. Well, Wayne and Chad saying, make sure you check out the latest Welcome to My Show. She gives you guys a shout out. We do get through her show through the week. We do listen. Yeah, I need to catch up with her as well. I'll probably download a few of hers tomorrow. So Mindy's we... got 50,000 to get through in a week. So and it's a short week. So <laughs> Especially when you're camping for six days on now. I don't even know how I'm going to possibly catch up because I was already behind. Yeah, I'll be. I'll listen to hers in the morning. I try to, I try to catch hers uh, on my commute, my 20-minute commute to work. It's not very long, but uh, yeah, those are all my shout outs. I haven't listened to any other shows because we were on vacation, but I'm going to do my best to listen to more and get back in the routine of doing stuff around here and spending a couple hours listening to shows. But uh, I do want to shout something else out though. Uh, Jesse Vaz and the Velvet Rain. Those of you who live in our area, we do have a gig. It will debut our uh, backup singer, Stephanie Modell. She actually is going to be able to make the gig her first gig ever, so uh, we're excited about that. Um, because of that, we're going to actually sh- share a song at the end of this podcast. Um, but yeah, if you're in, in the area, it's at Lucky Luke's. It's this all-day event that's happening at Lucky Luke's. We go on at 7. There's another band called Mama's Hot Sauce that'll be there. There's other reasons to go to Lucky Luke's. They have incredible beer, and they usually have a pretty good food truck that parks right there. So I highly re- recommend you guys coming and checking it out for some music and some good times. If you're local, if you're listening in Australia, it might be hard for you. If right. you're listening in the UK or in Washington, might be a long commute. But if you're in the uh, Southern California area and you're close by, stop on by. And that's it for today's show. If you'd like to listen to us live, you can do so on Mixler on Monday and Wednesday at 6 p.m. Also, if you love what we do and want more of us, you can subscribe to our Low Tree Studios Patreon page. We featured a Patreon episode Last Wednesday, that's what you get. Also, check out our website, LowTreeStudios.com. The links are in the show notes. We also have another podcast called The Difference Between Us, which will be live tomorrow evening on Mixler at 6.30 p.m. I believe we're talking about stress tomorrow. Mm. And, of course, The Difference Between Us is on all of your favorite podcatchers. Enjoy your evening, everyone, and thank you for listening to the Jason and Mindy podcast where we feature topics that serve as an informative and entertaining break from life's daily grind. Be sure to check out the music after this. And don't forget the question of the podcast for listener participation for next Wednesday is... What accomplishment 
are you most proud of? Mm, good question. You can respond to the question on the Jason and Mindy Facebook page or my Facebook page, and we always look forward to your um, answers. Have a great evening and weekend, and we'll talk to you soon. Yes, love you guys. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Make sure that your destination